Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Universes Academy podcast. I am your host, John Jennings, with me as always. I got my co-host, Mr. Matt Childress, Mr. Chris Smith. Fellas, we how back. we doing? <laughs> we we back Christmas from being everybody. back. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yes, uh, hey, we got Happy Christmas. New Year and Happy uh, Holidays. Happy, happy Hanukkah and Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Right? And, Kwanzaa. Yeah. Kwanzaa. Merry yeah. Christmas Kwanzaa. I can't yeah. put them all together. Kwanzaa you know Kwanzaa. Yeah. yeah, I think right. I don't remember. I don't uh, know. Ramadan happy maybe holidays, is in this everybody. time frame too. I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, I don't know. But happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Uh, yes. We, we had some stuff to talk about since last we've been on. Wow. It's, it's been a little bit. It's been. Time. It's been. Uh, the last Before episode Nats. we had was uh, after Nat. Was after Nat. Because uh, we had was Pippa online Nat after, after online. Nats. Yeah, it was after online. It was after, yeah, it was after yeah, the yeah. North American, or well, I guess it wasn't North American online ads. It was just online nationals. Ad. Yeah, online nationals. And then yes. there was the the uh, obviously the the European, European and Oceania. Oceania. Yep. Oh, um, wait, there were they had tournaments over there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, they did. Come on, they, Matt, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, they Come did. On. They were awesome. Typical really American. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing yeah, outside uh, America. <laughs> uh, I was getting updates from my buddy Mike Hardiman. Mm-hmm. Shout out was, to Mikey Hardy. Shout out to Mike. Uh, while he got Swiss champ, then he got then he got bodied in top cuts as mm-hmm. Swiss champ always does. Mm-hmm. But I'm, mm-hmm. the curse is real. I get to see Mike Hardiman at the HLC. I haven't seen him since 2020 World. So burr, burr, uh, burr, burr, burr. super excited to see my buddy. So yeah, I'm very happy. Um, and uh, we have a couple competitors coming over from the Oceanic region. I do, do not remember. I do not remember names because they. They still haven't officially said their names yet. Yeah, I was gonna say right. still still waiting on the. They made a post. Uh, they did they, a did post? they make a post? Oh, that's was right. It... Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. They made on they Facebook, made a post. They released the list yeah. of top thirty-two. Okay. Okay, that's true. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So congratulations um, to all thirty-one other participants. Very excited to see and play against everybody because, yeah. But I don't know, John. It's mm-hmm. just your deal. I'm taking over your <laughs> spiel right now. It's so. fine, man. I was gonna ask how you were doing because uh, I'm good. I'm tired. I was gonna I say. Come back from I'm, I, I saw Monday Night Raw dating the episode uh, last night in Milwaukee. He didn't get home until midnight. It was up at 4.30 for work. Mm. But like I, like Alexa Bliss wrestled in the first match, so I was good after that. I could go home. and. What was the uh, what was the main event? What was the headliner? Uh, the headliner was Rollins versus Bobby Lashley for the number one contender spot for the United States Championship. Okay. It's good. It was a good match until the end where it was kind of botched. So, mm. But not everyone can have a five-star match every night. So. That's true. But I still had fun. That's that's the, that's the main thing. Now, are you more fun. of a WWE or AEW? I just like or certain just, characters. Just I don't care what I don't care what promotion it is. I just like characters. Okay. So it's, just, it's like when I read comic books or watch manga, uh, watch manga, or <laughs> watch anime. I have certain characters I follow, so mm-hmm. it's just like you know. So yeah. Very but nice. Anywho. Yeah, um, it was fun. It was a good time. How have you been, Matt? Because we haven't talked to you in a long time either. How have you been? I'm good, man. Good. Just just. You know, been busy, um, not being in the HLC. You know, just sitting here. You know, <laughs> theory crafting list and thinking, man, what would I take if I was going? Man, See, that's how why can I got you guys in my corner? I know. <laughs> how can I help fail. my boys who are going? You know, like how, how can I fail? How mm-hmm. can we fail? Yeah. So, um, yeah. so yeah, you know, still just just kind of in the tank, uh, exploring decks, doing our local scene stuff. As I say, um, he's trying to figure out what he's going to bring to locals to catch these L's on Thursday. Yeah, so yeah. I already about. regaled Chris Damn. with the. The Void Eraserhead story, mm. uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and the tilting that occurred afterwards. Um, so, yeah, I got I got Love some it. new spice for you, John. Don't worry, <laughs> we come with it. We come with it. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I mean, like this is like the time to like explore that stuff. Granted, it's like mm-hmm. 
for the HLC competitors. I guess they can explore weird oh, stuff too. Oh yeah, I mean, it... cookie cutter stuff may not. I don't want to like jump ahead into our. I know we have an out uh, an outline to follow, but it's like, um, <laughs> don't give away our secrets, Chris. I mean, like, isn't that kind of the secret spice? Is like right now in this time period where there really isn't a lot going on, like nationally, other mm-hmm. than like right. we're waiting as, for the uh, HLC to happen. I, th- I think, as, as Pippa said, it it's the the off season. Yeah, the off season for sure. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's like for right for now, us for like, us peasants for us us ba- I, baddies like me and exploring coda because he's awesome and fun to play that deck is a like i don't know if that deck's a winner but man that deck is a blast to play with crone frog being banned it's a little different but mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. that's fine hey that's a great segue uh, john what happened over the past couple of weeks uh, well so we're good at segues here we are good at segues uh there was a little bit of news uh last last week i think right last wednesday it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> in the past. At the some past. point in the past. <laughs> uh, Dating the episode yet again. At some point in the past, uh, we got a little bit of an update on the errata and band list. There and were, if you're not certain what they are, you can always go to universitasacademy.org and go and check the official list with all the erratas and the bands. But what uh, are they, John? You're, you're, in Chris, the you're, you're going, you, Chris, you go this way to point to Matt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there we go. You're, it's, but it's, I'm saying in the description oh, box. Yes. In, in the description, it, it yes. In the yes. description box, yes. Okay. Yes. This is going to be the preview <laughs> pictures, just us pointing in different directions. <laughs> Dance party. Um, but yes, uh, two cards <laughs> were added. To do the Dragon Ball Z fusion dance through the <laughs> webcam. Just, uh, no, they're slightly off. <laughs> well, it'd be like it'd be like this for me, Chris. Would be like this. Uh, we can't. And then Matt we be like, can't. Well, uh, We'll 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 we'll, wow, we'll figure okay. something out. We'll right. figure something out. All right. All right. Uh, at any rate, added to the ban list two cards, mm. one attack, crow and frog takedown. Obviously, as just mentioned, one foundation, stronger in darkness, a zero diff spam for Tokiyami, and then uh, Kirishima two was eroded to have his twice per turn enhanced to once per turn. Um, mm-hmm. If you read the release, they said the part of the reason behind doing this was to try to open up the top end of the game, right? To have to allow more characters to be able to rise to the top. The Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, we're, 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 we're gonna we're gonna create some more cream here, right? They're gonna the that's cream cool. of the crop's gonna it'll rise to the top. Was uh, that on was that on face was that like on a Facebook post or whatever? Because I didn't it's read, on their official website. It's on their official website. Oh, if, if you go to I the I know no one else to say I know I no one ever actually that. goes to mm-hmm. the uh it was posted on Facebook in a link to the official yeah, site. Oh, okay. Um, well because I never because I knew the cards were changed mm-hmm, and banned mm-hmm. but i didn't read the reasoning behind it so i'll, I'll, yeah. I'll pick that up and i'll read it yeah i like to read um i like to know the reasoning behind things because i'm um, you know i'm just gonna say most people are just like what they ban these cards what are the reasons and they don't actually go right. do the work yeah it's like look, the so. second or third sentence in the in, in the uh it's a good press re- release good thing to have that, yeah you know, and, and like i, I agree that is that is a good reason to do these things right it's that Especially in this game where it's not like magic where you just have like five colors or whatever and you're playing a certain color deck or something like that. This is it is a character driven game. Theoretically, you want as many characters as possible to be viable to win and be the best, right? And so their right. the reasoning was we felt like exactly Mr. All Mind Three. Uh they felt like these these two characters in Tokoyami One and Kirishima Two and these cards in particular um, really gate kept a lot, a significant amount of other characters from being able to do that. And I guess to some to some extent, Asui. We should also mention, obviously, Asui's touched a little bit because of the Crow and Frog takedown 
um, she was part of that as well, but not to the extent recently that, you know, uh, Tokiyami has been. Um, yeah, well, I, I mean, all the Nats were, mm-hmm. Tokiyami and Kirishima were mm-hmm. heavily represented. Like, yeah. Kirishima yes, yes, yes. in the first online one and in the U.S. Nats um, represented, what, like a third, and then I think a fifth, if not more, of the top cuts. Oh, he was a full I mean, half of the first top cuts was, of yeah, North America. Yeah. He was 16 uh, out of 32. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and then it was American 11 out of 32. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, he also yes. had 50, I think he had 50 representation at just overall mm-hmm. at North American mm-hmm. Nats, I believe. He was 50, 50 players out of the 300 and something. So, yeah. yeah. So, obviously, yeah. there was something very good about that character. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, I mean, like, um, you know, starting with him, I guess, like, uh, what are y'all's thoughts with those changes? Like, do you think that it's too heavy handed? Do you think it wasn't enough? Do you think that it, uh, it brings you more in line? Like, like, I don't like it. Because mm-hmm. I thought the meta was fine as it is. Granted, mm-hmm. you, you were know, playing K two. Mm-hmm. I was playing K two. Yeah, I'm come out. Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. I was a K two player. <laughs> yeah. um, but like, I've never. I've always thought of Bird as a top deck. So I've always thought if my deck can't beat Bird fifty percent, there's no point of playing it. Mm-hmm. I figured it out with All Might three. So why couldn't I figure it out with a better character and Kirishima two? And mm-hmm. I did. And I built my deck to beat that deck. Um, it showed in top 32, I beat Robbie playing the second seed mm-hmm. as Bird. I beat him. Mm-hmm. And my sideboard was teched for Bird. Granted, was I a little more weaker into the Momo matchup? Sure, why not? But certain cards did help me, like slurring the standard still helped me out with Momo with the free builds. So you think um, that it was too much of a ban or too much of a nerf? I thought it was too fast. I think they should just let the things ride and just mm-hmm. let it go because mm-hmm. we qualified on this. Why can't we play on it um but i but devil's advocate i understand why they did it so mm-hmm. that's why i'm not pitchforking and all that yeah sure like, what's well, done is like, done you know yeah, like it's done it's done man and we can't um, really do much i'm just like i guess i guess in the long run it's just like hey get good so yeah I'm something is like have you been testing him out with it being once per turn do you feel like he's, yeah. he's not strong enough now do you feel like no, he's, he's still, still pretty he's good still, he's still strong i just think that he has now more his his turn two weakness is now more glaring than it was beforehand. Okay. Because his turn he was weakest on turn two, either way. Uh, with the yeah sure he was still cycling two cards, readying two cards, but he mm. he's still weak on turn two to like the blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, I got bodied by two Midoriya decks that were on fire. Midoriya two decks that were on fire. Um, I ran. He's running hot. Yeah, metaphorically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's running hot. Yeah. He doesn't have some super secret tech Midoriya with that has the fire symbol, or does he? Maybe I do. Um, New game or board game promo version. Yeah, I'm waiting for my copy. Say if you can find it. Um, the uh, like I raced a Toga deck, like the gamer Toga deck. He like I played one at Nats, and I it was very comfortable for me Mm because I was able to keep my blocks up. My face mm-hmm. was like a you know a block, but it was a race. Now it was like I went first, I won. He went first, I won. You know, blah blah blah. He went, he won. You know, it was, it was a little more even, I should say. Sure. Instead so of being like... dominant, right? As a as a as a seven as a six hander that cycles and readies one card, he's a little more fair to fight mm-hmm. like now than he was as a cycle two ready two character and. Mm-hmm. um the bird thing, I think he's just going to find a different zero diff to run, and he's still going to have his damage from his face. And I oh, just yeah, I think wanna... that the bird thing was a, was a why, you know, 
the crone frog was going to get banned eventually, I think, because anything that ignores progressive difficulty without a cost yep. um, is a problem. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, so John, what sorry. do you think about what do you think about the K two band specifically or Arata? Sorry, so I I like it. Uh, I I have played I I only played into K two for a long time, and then as uh, some of the people were testing and stuff for Nats, I played K two, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, K two. Did you did you know K two is so good? <laughs> uh, oh my god, he's so good. Um, what I like about it is that it it makes. Kirishima 2 more strategic, right? Because before it was like, I'll just blow my first once per turn and or my first of the two enhances on my first attack. Who cares, right? I'll just play, I'll just slam five different attacks repeatedly. I kind of don't care as much. Now, granted, you probably weren't going to win a whole lot of games with that mindset, but you could if you wanted to with Kirishima 2. Have, making it only once per turn, um, like I said, I think it, it adds a little bit more strategy to it. It's not as it's not as just guaranteed I'm going to do it every time. Right. Like, I think, I think mm. that is the good part of it. Um, now you can also say that then you, you could also make the case that, well, then Asui should be gated behind X number of times per turn or something. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. um, yeah. I, I, I guess I think that, that's a matter of time too. Yeah. And I think that is more of, well, there's like a, a definitive cost, right? You have to be able to flip a foundation. Kirishima 2 did not have to have that. He could yeah, just blow good. up any foundation and right. it was fine and you could trigger his ability. Um, I I think I'm mostly fine with the Kirishima 2 thing. I know people said, well, what if you, what if it was only a ready foundation? I think blowing up a ready foundation, I think really kind of defeated what they wanted to do with, with what the characters feel like felt like he wanted to do. It felt like he wanted to be able to keep going in and keep attacking, right? He was digging deeper, yeah. burning himself to keep attacking. If you blow up a committed foundation that doesn't, or if you blow up a ready foundation that doesn't really do anything. Right. Yeah. Um, I heard maybe you destroy a face up foundation. Um, I, I don't know. Again, that kind of limit gates his ability behind having to have a face up foundation, but maybe that would have been good. I don't know. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts. I think it's I think it's probably fine. Uh, it requires people to play with a little more fore, foresight, a little more thought. It makes them to be a little more intentional in their turns, and I think that's always a good thing in a competitive game. It definitely yeah. stops his turn two burst potential unless you have like a really hot hand with jabs. Mm -hmm. That's the one yeah. thing I think he's really because you could check a three on a five and then just re you know you can be like cool. Mm -hmm. Especially if it was a chop, you're just like, well, I have a ready board again. Yes, and it, yeah. it, it gives him some, like you said, strategic planning that you're going to need. You just can't just, uh, as I like to call it, I, I, I think it bailed out. As yes, I, I think I think yeah. he shouldn't have had both one of the best defensive abilities in the game and both and best offensive abilities in the game, which he kind of had, right? Like being able to do yeah, that twice per turn. Yeah. And then yeah, being able to yeah. use it twice on your opponent's turn. And then also is also just arc commit like that. That all together was, was just too much. And I know people are going to say, oh, well, he never wanted a vent or whatever. That's that's not really yeah, a barometer of whether or not a character. He, he run Orlando. Oh, the second. He Orlando. The first Sorry. Event he, he was playable in, first, in any of the nationals, I should say. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't because oh, that yeah. was he hasn't won anything recently. Why are we just now doing it? Just because a character isn't isn't winning the final event does not mean that sure. they are a problem or not a problem. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so, I mean, I've played a fair amount of K2, um, both before and afterwards now. Like, I tested him um, some this past week. And um, I definitely think he is he is more within the acceptable range now. Um, I was a fan of some of those other suggestions you made as far as either has to destroy a ready one or he has to destroy a face-up one um, because those things do limit. Because uh, what the deck's able to do is it just doesn't get punished for overextending. Mm -hmm. um, 
And with the and it's because not just of the character, but because of K one's kid. So like between Chop and Jab, um, you just get to you still get to do it. You still just get to mm-hmm. re ready all these cards and play as He's many still as good. you want. Like yeah. yeah, you can still go four deep on offense and still go into their turn with the board ready. And you're yep. like, okay, why not? Um and you do have to be more selective. Like um I think the the really good K2 players anyway were already waiting until they naturally committed things they checked poorly to then bail themselves out to get some re-readies mm-hmm. and then, yep. you know, just staggering it throughout the turn. Um, and now you don't get to do that but once. And then you get to do it once on defense as well. So, like, if it's their turn and they poke you, you're like, oh, sure, I'll just ready something and see what happens. Or you just wait till they stun you out. You're like, I'll ready something now mm-hmm. and I'll block this thing I shouldn't block otherwise. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I think... I think he is now still very good um, and still probably where I would start with an Earth deck. But before, I would have told you he was the only viable Earth character. Like, why would you not play him? He was so good. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's an auto statement anymore. I think you can make an argument for Euro Giro's Midoriya 2, uh, for some of these Death other Arm. uh, Death Arms, yeah, some of these other mm-hmm. damage buffing characters um, to kind of do what he doesn't do or even further do something slightly differently that the earth symbol can still benefit from. Um, so yeah. Um, but to your point about crow and frog and then stronger darkness, um, I don't know. I mean, like I, I get crow and frog going. Um, I don't know if I, if I feel it was 100% necessary. Um, I don't think it's, I got a, I got, I got a conspiracy theory real quick. You want to hear it? Sure. Sure. They they banned it so they can reprint it to put Coda on it. So we can um, form, we can form multiple times a turn to draw also, a million. I mean, cards. you can still call it Crow and <laughs> Frog Takedown, and it's just Coda using a crow and a frog because he's the he's frog. the animal guy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, everyone well, wants the boy to be good. It's Crota Frog Takedown. Mm. Crota Frog Takedown. Oh, I okay. love it. You're I welcome. Um, so <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, so like I get Crow and Frog. Um, to John's point. It also seeing a lot of play in that water Asui deck that just wants to be ready, um, mm-hmm. exhausted to draw more cards some, some and doing Ojiro all this stuff. Decks. Um, yeah, it, it's in a lot of decks. Um, so like it might just be for this format generically a little too good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, however, I don't. Um, I, I was kind of surprised that it, it it wouldn't have been on my short list of things that I thought they were looking at immediately. Yeah, um, and then stronger in darkness to me was like, uh, wait, what? Yeah, like mm-hmm. like that card wasn't on anyone's radar and you know, i was even telling john previously i was like i played a ton of tokiami in season one and then i went back to him for nats so i've played a fair amount of him and never once have i had my rival be like oh my god he played stronger in darkness what am i gonna do it's always summon dark he got two summon dark shadows Shadow. in one turn ruins. Yeah. yeah, or got two ruins or what? Like, ruins, like they're just yeah. bigger offenders, I think, in that deck. Mm-hmm. And I know there's lots of opinions on what you should do about Tokiami, and a lot of people don't like the fact that you can get turn two. But it's not like he's the only character who can mean, do it. I, I think, I think their reasoning behind it was if you take Stronger and Darkness out, his kit's not neutered, right? Like, if you change Summon Dark Shadow to Ally Attack only. Mm-hmm. Or you ban summon dark shadow, like well, or ban ruin, yeah. like isn't you can't Tokiami. ban either of those two cards, right? Because his kit's completely destroyed, right? He's an unplayable character at that point. If you ban well, summon dark shadow or you ban ruin, right? 
I think you might be able to make an argument to ban Ruin, um, if yeah. or like or errata it so that maybe the actions do count or whatever. But I I don't think that even that is necessarily the issue. Like to me, yeah. it's the fact that Tokiyami just plays whatever the best attacks are for his symbol, oh, yeah. and I think yeah. you should just errata Summon Dark Shadow to say ally attack, ally attack. and. And then that forces him to actually play his kit to your point. Because right now he doesn't play his kit. He plays those two cards. It's ruin in that. Yeah. 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 He plays those two yeah. cards and then he plays the he plays your, you know, best attacks or I'd best almost argue that Coda plays more of his kit than he does. Oh, one hundred percent. He plays Alec yeah. cards. Yeah. And he's on those pictures too. Neither here yeah. nor there. What's done is done. But <laughs> yeah. uh the stronger ban to me hurts yeah. Midnight more than any other character. Like midnight desperately needed oh, that damage. Like, yeah, dude. Like you did. I don't. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah, they told me they were like, dude, your girl's getting some support, and like also by the way, we're taking away some support. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. um, so you know, we'll see what it ends up if it ends up being getting the results they want it to be. Right? They want to see to John's point so. more decks in the top cuts. They want to see different yeah. decks in the top cuts. We'll see if it actually opens that door or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chaos has enough zero dips where they're just don't care about losing that one. So yeah, and like, I, I think yeah. that's the, 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 the argument against it. I, well, first and foremost, I am totally fine with Stronger Darkest Band. I've stated previously, I thought that card was too good. Um, yeah. But I will say it really only... Hang up. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, sorry, I got attacked by the two, dog. Two characters that run that card. Yeah, um, it yeah. it yeah. it really significantly hurts the evil and fire Tokiyami builds, whoa, right? Whoa, whoa, like because three ran that card too. Mezzo Shoji one ran that card as well because he commits himself. <laughs> it's and true to get plus two plus two. True. And, yeah. and 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 in that and also you know President Mike one in case he commits and then doesn't get to re ready, you know. Um, yeah. uh, but no, I I. <laughs> I am kind of Not fine with the stronger and darkness band just because there's really again to their cards having no real cost like there is a your character has to be committed but yeah. in Tokiyami that's not really a cost I would say yeah. um I mean I can I, tell you from playing it there are times where you have to awkwardly play to try to do there are. to get that damage um, and it's not optimal like if you could have your cake to eat it too so like it's not that it's not a cost at all and I'm not defending it just because I liked the card mm-hmm. I, I'm just I, I saying just, that I don't think when we're talking about ban worthy cards, that one would have not been my top fifteen no. of no. cards. And I don't have a top fifteen. I'm just saying there's no way that makes it <laughs> on the top fifteen. I guarantee you, you could pull a hundred players, and that card's gonna not show up in every like the majority of their top fifteen. I'm gonna say it'd probably be like in ten percent, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten percent. Hmm. I'd say ten percent, but, but I, don't, I, I think the majority way. of I, competitive players that play this game competitively. Well, it's not on. It's not on their list at all. It's just not. Yeah, I, I think. I, I think part of the. Well, I think part of the problem with stronger, and then we can we can move on, is that like it, it's just it's just too much free damage on top of everything else. Because then you have Tokiyami, you have uh, Summon Dark Shadow, and now you have Stronger and Darkness, and it's also a zero diff with no real cost that has. It's like a plus three high block, but it's still playable if you need it. It's also a five check. Uh, it's it's just like it. it it enables all of his attacks to kind of get to the point where I mean, you have to block everything. And that's, was like, that's not great. We see the most sure. Do you think, yeah. do you think that you still play like four copies of it? Like a uh, coordinated effort. If it was a unique foundation. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, you say you if, play four. Oh, would you play four? You, oh yeah. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. You still play four. Of it if it was the unique foundation. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm. It's a, it, it's a, it's, it's a free, it's a zero diff. Just spitballing. Just spitballing. 
Yeah, I, I would 100. I think I think you played at least. I'm I think not you played three. You rat it to be unique, but I'm saying like because like coordinated effort. It was a three right. six plus two mid. But everyone played four of it because everyone played four. It's bonkers. They play four of it. Would they play four stronger if it was a unique foundation? Right, but you play four of it because it had a six check and because it was your engine to win the game. Well, I understand. Yeah. Stronger is not your engine to win the game. Str- no, stronger is just a a like a win more button. You know what I'm saying? Like like you get multiples of them in play, and I just win yeah. faster this way. Well, it no, I understand actually... this. I'm just making I'm just making yeah. an argument. For yeah, I don't I don't think so. I mean, like I think if it were yeah, unique, it you look at two three in most lists um, because it's got a, a okay block, but not great, which. Coordinated had a better block, and it's a five check instead of a six check. Like if it was a zero six with a plus two high block, yeah, slam them in there. Let's go. <laughs> Just give it all time. day. I could not have it in a text box. Let's go. Like, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. What else so, we got, John? I was gonna say that yeah, those, those are the, the the big news as far as uh, bands and erratas and that kind of stuff. Uh, we do have the full HLC attendee list out, all thirty two people. <laughs> And uh, so be sure to go check that out. And if you know those people, tell them congratulations if you haven't already. Yeah. And uh, hey, congratulations to everyone who made yes, it. Yes, congratulations. Like, real talk. Like, Congrats, like everyone. You earned that spot. Mm-hmm. Ignore the haters. Um, if you got haters, mm-hmm. if you got haters, tell them to go away. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, you guys go do it big. I'm looking forward to watching, um, you know, from the cheap seats here, mm-hmm. probably in this very room. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we'll be rooting for you. And uh, I look forward to seeing some some awesome games. So uh, deliver. Yes. You know I know one thing I'm going to plan on doing is I'm going to try to take like a like a not like a video journal, but I'm going to try to take a journal or just, just day by day, just describe. So I come back and I'll write something up for the website because I kind of want to do that. Yeah, I want to awesome, do a man. non-video presentation. So I'll take some pictures and do some stuff like that. Cause I think that's one thing that's lacking is awesome written content. And I mm-hmm, love yeah. doing written content, but I don't usually have like the, what's the word for it? The juice drive. to do it. So like the drive. Now, the drive. But now I kind of want to do it cause this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. people who, who are going should really take the time to one, enjoy it mm-hmm. first and foremost. Cause you never know if we're going to have another one of these again, mm-hmm. um, to, um, be proud of going like be be proud you made it like we fought pretty much almost for an entire year for this opportunity to win the big bucks or whatever so and, yeah and you know. and it's one of those things that just because someone might have won or placed in a bunch of tournaments like you know you got your your jacobs going right you got your travis is going you got your, your, your Brobergs. you got your tim keith you got you got all these yeah. people who have like you've seen their yeah. name over and over again yeah. don't let that phase you man they're mm-hmm. just people yeah. i like all those people but they're just people you know like like um and and go and play and have some fun you know yeah. like and worst case scenario you walk away with a little bit of money best case scenario you yeah. walk away with a lot of bit of money you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like either way you walk, walk away with away money with, you're gonna ha- one thing is though you're gonna ha- you're gonna make tons of friends along the way exactly you don't know people yeah so, so um I'm, I'm looking forward to to getting to see some of these uh non-american players you know like because yeah. i didn't get to stay up and watch any of the streams or any of the coverage or i've read the names and i saw the rosters and try to communicate with some of the jazz staff to try like get some information for the website universeacademy.org where we have all of the metadata breaking down symbol spread hand side spread character spread in the top eight for all of these national events so if you're trying to get a read on the meta and you go into the hlc you're welcome mm-hmm. but um if you're not going to the hlc and you're like me you can just read it for fun i will that is all very true i will dispute one thing you said matt and that uh-huh. is watching it from your seat there in fact, if you really wanted to, mm. you could go to the HLC and you could watch it there. And more importantly, 
There's things for you to do. Oh, I love this segue. Uh, what a segue. We are the champs of segues, yes. man. Um, well, Jasco also announced that if you want to, they're going to have a uh, League of Villains, the set four League of Villains pre-release event, basically, at the HLC that the mm-hmm. attendees will be able to play in. So, yeah, it, yeah, you can go, you can uh, hang out with them. And I think they said there's going to be maybe some other side events or something going on. Yeah, they haven't um, officially announced anything. Because I'm assuming that they're trying to get staff set up first mm-hmm. before confirming events. So, yeah. Um, they've been kind of quiet on all of it. But we do know Jelly has come out, head of OP, has said there will be side events at Nats on day one and two. So um, for those people who are coming out for yeah. it. So there will be mm-hmm. things, things for you to do. You can also just hang out and watch the event. Uh, that's perfectly acceptable there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be real with you, dog. I ain't got money like that. <laughs> well, It's an expensive hangout I, and watch event. I would kind of <laughs> like to think, because uh, was it they had Dragon Ball Super Nationals a couple weeks ago. They had like 700 players or some crap like that. Mm-hmm. But what they did is they had a giant projection TV. Mm-hmm. post. Uh, that's where the stream was played uh, mm-hmm. in the player waiting lounge or like somewhere else that you could watch the... Kind of like how we had at Nats where they had... Yeah the stream up on a big projecting thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to think that they would do that again, or even sure maybe have multiple games up. I don't know if they're going to stream multiple games, but it would make sense for the HLC to stream multiple games instead of just one, because you kind of want to highlight and show off all the players, you know, mm-hmm. you can't, you know, we only got five rounds. So why yeah. you know, are you really make the most of it? Right. Five games, yeah. you know, make well, the most two of days it. of five rounds though. So, well, yeah, but what I'm saying we'll is, like, if you really want to showcase your players, I know we have, like, a media day, which I have no idea what that means. We're the Super Bowl now. It's going to be Andrew, it's gonna be Jelly Andrew, sitting there with, like, his phone and the recorder mic. And he's like, all right, so talk about this. <laughs> Andrew stole my bit because I was going to do the whole Marshawn Lynch thing. I'm here mm. so I don't get fined with the Skittles. But he stole my bit already, so I have to find a new bit now. So. Look, Jasko, I'm just saying, if you need someone to come out and be your radio row, the UA pod is here. I don't here. know what to do with my hands. Just, just come out. Just, just let us know. We'll, we'll come out there, man. We'll, uh, we got microphones clearly. I don't know what to do with my hands? Yeah. I mean, we'll I, I, I would, I would definitely advocate for the boys to come out and be on Radio <laughs> Row. Definitely advocate for that. Boots on the ground, dude. We mm-hmm. need boots on the ground. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, uh, another interesting. So uh, along with the HLC, obviously they they announced the the set four pre release event for uh, us casuals. And um, they also announced the actual format for the HLC, which is Chris alluded to. Day one is going to be a five round Swiss event, and then they the, it is strictly for seating. Obviously, no one no one gets eliminated day one, and then from that they will go into day two and they will have the top thirty two seated. Also, an interesting caveat: you can bring two decks. You can play two different decks if you want to, which that's I think what you're is... Saying is you don't have to play the same deck between day one play... and day two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's that's super nuts. cool. I think that's super it's cool. Very... I I was hoping there would be some kind of like change up in the format between the two days. Maybe it's like you bring two and you have to, your opponent has to pick one to play against. I think that would be kind of cool. But I like this that so you can bring like our kind of a random deck. Like if you think, oh, I think a bunch of I think everyone's just gonna play Tokuyami and this deck throws Tokuyami down a hole, so I'm gonna play it day one get high seating and switch decks into then I'm just gonna play Tokiami on day two. <laughs> play Tokiami on day two, yeah. Yeah. Always yeah there's good. a lot of there's a lot of people uh like just on the Discord, like random you know, random people just talking about what like you could just throw day one and go as All Might Two going second all day and he's the best going second character. Or you could win you can go you can, you know, like you said, like be midnight and body all the Tokiamis and then play Tokiami day two or you know, it's just mm-hmm. 
it's 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 kind of wild. Like you can play, like say you play Momo, and you you know you can play Momo on both days if you really want to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can do mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different. I don't know if you want. I, I don't have the mental <laughs> fortitude for that. So, but anywho, uh, yeah, I have no idea what's happening because like it's going to be. I think I may am going with like five or six decks, and then just picking one, and then wherever I finish is where I play the next. You know, pick the deck for the next day. You know, I just it's neat. It's really cool. It puts a wrench into things. Mm-hmm. We haven't. Uh, we have to have our our deck lists we have no idea when they're due yet so mm-hmm. i i would like to think day one is due maybe a week in advance and then day two is the morning of or maybe the day before i don't know if you could do that but what's the point of playing two decks if you don't know where you finish you know so i assume it's going to be the morning of for day two mm-hmm. I, I would imagine yeah it's only 32 players so it won't take them long to confirm all that stuff yeah time, it, so. won't. it won't it, it's only five rounds like you're saying and it won't it won't be that long of a tournament compared to the nine plus rounds that we've had for yeah, some of these other bigger exactly. ones. So like we're gonna um, finish and then have time to go watch the Royal Rumble and get dinner the night that yeah, night. Yeah. The Royal Rumble so is that night. You were talking about set four um mm-hmm. coming out as the I, world premiere at yes. Worlds or at the HLC, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The world premiere at HLC. And not only that, but we also got a release date for set four. Yes. Uh as I assume it was officially as, as Modi yeah. sent. It's from Asmodee. Yeah, it's yeah, so they, they sent, they sent yeah. the info not. out to to retailers, if nothing else, and yeah. retailers were yeah. like, "Hey, here you go. It's it's mid late the end of March, I think. Uh, I think it's March twenty eighth, February. Yeah, it's 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 the end of February. Was it uh, yeah. very beginning of March at the latest? Because yeah. basically, the way it works out is you can go to the HLC event, or you can wait two weeks and just have a pre release at your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much, right, yeah. Local game shop, um, and then because yeah, then, then the pre-release will happen, then the next week will be the other. I'm pretty sure is how the yeah. math um, checks out. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, because that's Jasmine exciting. Was not officially backed those dates, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but it is well, what it is. Uh, well, it is what it is. Uh, but we do yeah, know the distributor has. So. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of what matters. Has, yes. uh, the guys four, are going to be sending the product. <laughs> <laughs> set four will be the League of Villains set. It will also have. A, another rival box kind of starter thing, which is, it's the big one. It's the one we've been waiting on, right? One for all versus oh, yeah. all for one, right? All Might versus Smash. one for all. Yeah, you got it. Or yep. all for one, I should say. All uh, for one versus All Might. Final yep. showdown. Let's go. Uh, so I'm I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see the return to the, the two-deck starter instead of the single starter. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping maybe these will have the two two of unique cards instead of a one of from what from what my card? store told me is that they were told my store was told that the, this one might be the one where they break pattern and we actually have two of each unique that would be really i don't sweet. know for a fact um, i don't know yeah. for a fact because he heard it from his asthma day guy okay and so that's so. Who, who knows at that point that'd be sweet yeah yeah it but would be cool because it means i have to buy ha- i have to buy half of what i really Mm-hmm. need to buy i only have to buy right. half now yeah, yeah uh, you need to buy two instead of buying four two, yeah. Yeah. yeah which two would be cool and i mean but they, I, I i buy i buy at least a sealed copy of everything so i'm mm-hmm. still buying three so yeah oh man um, um yeah okay. no I'm, I'm i'm super excited about uh set four release um, you interested to see when preview season um comes Should out be starting sometime soon if we're gonna have it at the hc you think uh, i imagine it'll start probably beginning of january ish like after the holidays think? when they get back in the office and then True. you'll see start cranking I, those I, out. I imagine we'll get to the hlc there'll be cards we haven't seen and mm-hmm. then the hlc will happen and we'll get those final cards and all that stuff Makes that sense. weekend or something um, um yeah. and then it's just wait two weeks and then get product at a pre-release and then yep. you know get your pre-orders in and stuff should drive some sales should be good uh i am kind of interested to see when the official uh 
next OP season will start because it's it's going to feel kind of weird for set three because it feels like it didn't really have an OP season, right? It it, it had one in that it was all the nationals, but that's kind of weird. It feels weird. So it should be in February because that's when OP for this year started and they're doing a 12 month calendar. So that's why January into January is the HLC. Mm -hmm. And I would, I would assume the next week starts the new season. Doesn't mean there'll be a a provision or something because I'm also willing to wager because we'll get allegedly we're supposed to get like an entire year's worth of, you know, like events like, you know, and even further, it's probably going to be mostly just regionals like RLEs. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, your Nats and things like that. And then now that they're doing store provisionals, you're probably not going to see a lot of like just poster provisionals, you know, where it's like come to this provisional in this area, they're going to be store level kind of stuff. So yeah. I, I imagine those may start, you know, February, mid end of February before or right after the set releases. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it also, yeah. It also means that you may only have like one online provisional a season. So mm-hmm. we may only That'd have like fine. one online provisional, which is fine. Because, yeah. you know, it gives the people who don't have a local community a thing to play in, but then it has people who have the store provisionals, they get to travel store mm-hmm. to store or whatever, you know, if, right. you, if you want to go to a bunch of them in driving distance. And, so. and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like a similar um, lineup of events where it's like you get a regional like every month or, you know, you get, you know, maybe two a month or something like that. And it's going to be some of those similar like poster events like Gen Con or yeah. Origins and these other things. Yeah. Um, and then there's, I'm sure there'll be more sprinkled in there as well. Um, you know, now that they've had a year of doing it, but, um, but yeah, I, um, I don't know. I mean, like it's exciting to, to know a new set's coming out. Um, I agree with John though, that like, it doesn't feel like set three's gotten a whole lot of attention, but at the same time, set three's kind of this weird set anyway, where it's not like a traditional set. It's kind of like just DLC for every character that was already in the game that needed some love. Um, so it may not need a whole lot of time because that might be the thought. Like it doesn't need a whole lot of events because it didn't bring a bunch of it new characters. Like, whole, like yeah, it brought in eight DLC characters for the most part. Yeah, right. Part. So if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, but um, anything well, else going cat, on, John? Have, that we need to cover. Have any of you guys played with the cats yet? Mm-mm. With the DLC I, three, I have played with the uh, cat punch because at our locals last time, I had an idea for a meme deck that was Shinso. And Shinso all all mid attacks, uh, so play okay. cat punch with, with focused attack. Yeah, yeah, I, I played played focused attack. Uh, more importantly, most importantly, I got to play final exam gut shot. <laughs> <laughs> every turn two, yeah, every yeah. game he played. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> all day. Yeah, it was great. A lot That's of fun. Awesome. <laughs> um, deck was okay, but it was it was yeah. fun. It, I did what I wanted to do. I I got to play back to back focused attacks against Matt. <laughs> I didn't win. <laughs> But I was yeah, like, I was ready for the first one. I was not ready for the second one. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, it was one of the things, like I knew it wasn't going to kill him, but I was like, I just want to do it. We're all <laughs> yeah. in at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, let's Definitely. see if I can check it. I checked it. Cool. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited to, to, to check out the cats. Um, see uh, see what kind of madness is going on. I'm inclined to, I think I want to build a tiger deck just because I like weird okay. five handers. And he seems to like, like five handers. So he's, he's yeah. right up your alley, man. Mm-hmm. He's um, like a Mei Lin wannabe. Mm hmm. I got a local who's playing Mandalay Staff Strike, and he's infuriating people because yeah. everyone's trying to aggro him out, and that deck just destroys seven-hand aggro. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, one guy got mad because he played three Staff Strikes on three foundations. He just went, because, you know, it's they're on fours Yeah. when you play them. So mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. like, he's like, 
I just died. I'm like, yeah, that's what happens when you only have 20 health. You just die. Yeah, if you're not yeah. ready to play defense. It's kind of funny. I was cracking up. I, I haven't played against the deck yet, but she's she's probably my most interesting character. Interesting mm. character. I want to. I think she's the most interesting character out of the yeah. four of them. I think personally. Ragdoll needs a setter too because she's going to be that one. Why well, need this piece to kill you? I was going to say so. any character that says you can yeah. search up any specific card from your deck. That's yeah, pretty good. Pretty, she's going to be good. She'll she'll be. It just depends on the the other cards she gets in the future that works in with her kit well mm. with her with her abilities because the whole once per turn plus four speed minus four speed thing with say having two copies of the same card that's more Maylin than it is the other character because didn't Maylin do that but she did it for damage yeah. right maybe that's what i was thinking of but yeah yeah that, mm. that was Maylin. she added yeah. uh damage didn't she yeah and i think it was on every attack it wasn't once per turn either so. yeah well, it was definitely every attack <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so um. thank you one other little final bit of news before we move on. Um, our friends uh, at Final Round in Somerville uh, have announced that they are going to host a 1K event for Standard. So for all you Standard stands out there that are all, they're always saying, we're Standard, why does anybody support Standard? Here's your opportunity. Final Round's hosting a, uh, a Standard event on January 14th. Uh, it's a Saturday on the 15th. They will also be hosting a, an MHA charity event. That I think the proceeds are going to go to local animal shelters or rescues or something like oh, that. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Um, but yeah. So there you go, guys. Head on down to Somerville. Hang out with Jacob. He's yeah. cool. Their crew's pretty cool. They're all fun guys. Uh, yeah. Also, one of the things, Satonis is doing another Iron Chef challenge, yes. too. Tim. So. Tim Keefe. Check out his yep. page. Uh, he's got another one up there, and it's the same premise. Uh, it's six cards. You have to build your deck with them, and I, he will ship you a first edition Box of Heroes Clash. Uh, Heroes Clash. I think yep. he's said they're going to do one or two more after this one. I don't remember. Yeah, it's an air or death deck. The mm-hmm. cards all share air or death. Yeah. So, hmm. um, well, we are going to take a short little break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to do a year in review recap kind of a uh, stuff. We'll be right back. And we are back, uh, guys. Uh, this is where we are shortly uh, coming up on the end of the first year of this card game. And so we're going to have a little year in review. And uh, we're going to talk about some uh, you know, favorite, our favorite parts from this past year. Maybe what we liked, what we didn't like, what we would kind of... Uh, what, what changes maybe we could make to, uh, to move forward. Um, but, but first, uh, I want to talk about our favorite uh, moments from events that we attended or things like that or just that happened. Maybe that we were a part of or maybe maybe we just saw happen from this past year. Uh, I know for me personally, um, my favorite moment was getting to cast the first provisional and comment on that. Do some commentary on that. I thought that was just like a really cool, uh, just, just really fun thing to be a part of, right? Like that was... That was a lot of fun, and it was, it, it, you know, it was kind of this, you know, uh, I don't want to say cursed event because it was all K. It was when K one was unerotted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of K two on K two. Uh, K one on K one. Oh yeah, sorry, K one on K one. Yeah, the uh, Freudian slip there, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but that I, that was that was really fun, and just being able to you know call matches and getting to interact with everyone and getting to meet a lot of people that way. That that was for me personally. That was that was my favorite moment from this past year. What about you guys? Oh. Oh. Oh, go ahead. What's your favorite moment? No, you go I know ahead. Chris's go favorite moment. What? what? I, am, I, I mean, like, you go, because I have a couple, actually. Uh, okay, he's trying <laughs> to decide. He's trying to decide. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, uh, for me, I don't know if it was one specific moment, but, like, just getting to travel mm-hmm. and, and get back into, like, meeting people face-to-face and getting to see people, like, 
hadn't seen in a couple of years because of COVID and things like that. Um, you know, I, I got to go out to Pasadena and do commentary and like, you know, uh, that was a lot of fun, um, very different experience. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, like I had a lot of fun, you know, going gen- to Gen Con and like playing on Lucas Oil Field. Like that was a really cool venue to play in. Um, and like, I don't know. I mean, like, I think, I think there were lots of things um, that were exciting and things that, um, you know, I love about playing this game and about the community. Um, and, and I don't know if I could point to just one moment. If I had to pick, I guess, like one moment of play, um, I, I don't know. Like, that's a lot harder to do. Uh, Cause I'm trying to even think, like, I guess like uh, there was, I got to play on stream um, at the end of Orlando. Was it Orlando? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got to play my um, midnight deck and it popped off one game. I played like three double jab pummels in one turn mm-hmm. and just went ham. Like that was really fun. That was cool. Um, but you know, like it wasn't just cause I wanted it just cause my deck was like, Oh my gosh, it's gonna, all the stars aligned. <laughs> let's go. You know, like that kind of moment just doesn't happen. And we got to catch it live on stream. So that was pretty cool. Uh, what about you, Chris um, is, I mean, I feel, I feel, well, I feel like we know, but does... I mean, like it, it, you would think it would be like, the HLC qualification, mm-hmm. but it was actually my win with All Might three in the provisional online provisional. Oh, okay. I think that's probably my. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I'm not going to downplay the HLC qualification because yeah. that was awesome, right? And um, for anyone who is a new head, like I've been playing this game for a long time, and I've had not a lot of success. Like towards the end of my UFS career before the game before COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some, some success. I topped some stuff. I got diversified from worlds and never won an event. Um, always kind of like was a win and in type player. And for some reason, like, I don't know, man, like all my three spoke to me this, this past season. And I rode that dude's back to a couple top, top finishes, Gen Con top eight ROE, um, top 16, a provisional. Um, and then the, the fateful Father's Day weekend where <laughs> dad power reigned on everybody. And it was like, it was just like an, it was like an anime art coming to mm-hmm. fruition. Right. Where it was just like, uh, I mean, like it was all my, and it was just like, that was like, I got called weak and I was just like, I didn't put my back into it, dude. And then <laughs> I just, that's just because won. I had it put my, my back into it, man. And, yeah. And you're like, you know, and, and Daryl played a fantastic game. If, if Daryl has another low attack, we're talking about Daryl winning that event. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, just, it was just awesome. I won my, I lost my first match of that day and thought I was just like, well, here we go again another <laughs> another like four and four finish or whatever but nah i didn't win i didn't lose another game that entire weekend you know and it was just cool because i'd worked so hard on that deck i had always you know i was a believer in the all my three <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's just like it was just like i don't know just seeing you put work into something and seeing the result that you want because everyone mm-hmm. wants to win the event they don't go to just sure. well i'm just going just to hang out and get promos no they want to win the mm-hmm. event and it's something to say like, Hey man, it's like you won that event. So yeah, I think it has to be that provisional win with all my three. Okay. I will say I I definitely remember following that event because it was father's day. We were, I was actually over at Matt's house because we were over there for his son's birthday party. And we were both like, Oh my God. Like he, he won game. Like he won the first round. All right. All right. right." It was like, Matt, Matt, 
he won round two. He's like, oh my god! They're like, oh my god! We're just like freaking out. They're like, oh my god! He's in the like he's in the finals. Like, oh my god! He's down to game three. Because we were, I was like watching. It. I was like, oh no! He whiffed on attacks. Oh my god! No, Chris. And then Daryl yeah. whiffed on attacks right back. We're like, oh yes, he's still in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was nuts. Like that game. Uh, from what I've heard from Andrew and Sam uh, that commentated that, they said that for what they've up until that point, that was their favorite finals because it wasn't lopsided it, it was, was so it was so intense. on your seat yeah. like it was super intense to like what's gonna happen because mm-hmm. every people who know me i don't do things the easy way it's always the hard way that's just the way it is mm-hmm. like i'd rather do it the hard way than the easy way because you'll mm-hmm. learn better and it was just yeah it was awesome and like daryl was a great player is a great player and they just didn't have another low attack and mm-hmm. i got hey sometimes it's better to be lucky than good exactly, so, exactly. Know, not gonna lie I'm just, I'll take it. So yeah, okay. yeah. There you go, right there. Mm-hmm. You know, HLC is right behind it. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right behind but, it. No, I mean, but, I get yeah. what you're saying, though. I mean, like, like that. That's a very satisfying moment when you, you've committed to a character. You can, and it, I mean, like for me, like if I had made those like winning in, even when I won the game like there in Orlando, and I still got bubbled out. Like if I had made it in with Midnight, I'd be like, see, like, oh, this is so satisfying. I've been yeah. telling you all this character's good. No one yeah. believed it, and you know. Um, so yeah, I get that totally. Well, and to be fair, qualifying for the HLC is only half. Only half of it, right? Half of it. It's only half yeah. of it. Yeah. Step yeah. one. Yeah. Step one. Yeah. Step one. Yep, exactly. Um, yep. So uh, as far as decks that you guys have played this year, favorite decks that you've played, um, for me... Do what? I mean, like, competitively just, or just in general? Just the favorite, your favorite deck that you have played this year. Um, oh, that's, yeah, that, 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 I've already talked about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The dad might the, the oh yeah dude that oh yeah dad uh, like I'm I rebuilt dad might off a different symbol so yeah so mm-hmm. um yeah always got to go he's always in my mind he's okay. near my heart mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah just like the definitely badger club. Mm-hmm. yeah like the hip just 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 like the badger club power <laughs> of friendship yeah, man he's got a hand power of friendship <laughs> what about you Matt was it midnight um yeah midnight's definitely like my favorite deck that I probably like built and played mm-hmm. over the course of the year mm-hmm. um. I mean, like, I really like uh, Bakugo 1 and Midoriya 2 as characters. Um, and, uh, like, I really enjoy the Midoriya deck when it when it's working. But, like, yeah, Midnight's definitely the deck that I had the most fun playing because it was just, it was really consistent. And it was, I never felt like it wasn't in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless of what the matchup was, like, I had a chance. It may not be a good chance, but, you know, there's some matchups where you're like, well, I just don't get to play this game. And that just didn't happen often with her. So, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, for me, ironically enough, like I, I talked about it and memed a, bit, a bunch, but it's it's the present Mike two deck, it's the present Mike <laughs> chaos deck. Like, we all knew, we all I, knew. yeah. It's you know, that. I it, it was it was it was, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a joke for a long time. Then we actually put the deck together, and I was like, fuck, this deck is actually really fun. It's actually nice. it's it's not as bad as we all thought about. It. And like really for me, what, what what took it over the edge for me because I thought about like some of the other decks. Like I played a lot of Asui, um, I played a lot of Cementos for a while. Uh, a lot of Jiro, uh, but for President Mike, anytime I sat down across from someone and they're like, you're playing President Mike 2? And I was like, yeah, man, watch out. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, and it's just like, it, it, everyone was excited to see that deck get played. And I think that was, that made it more fun for me. And then to actually like kind of do okay with it and like mm-hmm. to, 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 have, to have it actually be competitive. And it's like, no, nah, man, I'm playing the game on hard mode. Let's go. Like... <laughs> Yeah. I've only got 17 health, and I've got I mean, one like, defensive ability I can use one time at a game. 
I mean, we did devote like thirty minutes to like our first draft. Team, yeah, yeah. So. It's yeah. it's it was yeah. that that was easily kind of like the unofficial official mascot of like our show, right? Or at least for me, of the draft, of the draft, of the draft. draft yeah, of any yeah. draft episode, we'll just put President Mike 2's card art on it. Be like, who picked him this time? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be that great. wily Dave Wagner. <laughs> I was gonna say, you can all think Dave Wagner. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, what about, uh, like aside from like decks, what about, is there a specific card that you guys like loved or hated that you're like, you sell that card and you're like, I, I don't know why I can't put my finger on it, but this card, I love it more than all the others. Like, is there just something like spoke to you about it? Or is there a card or maybe a character that you're like, I want to find out who on the design team made this card and we can have a long conversation about why they're a terrible person. Mm-mm. I don't have one that I hate at all. Like, I mean, like I, I don't have like a strong dislike for cards. I mean, mm. I don't hate cards. Maybe there's a strong dislike for a couple cards because okay. I'm just like, why, uh, like release, like why? Mm. I mean, I guess like, why does it have life? That's the issue. Like why okay. do certain cards all have the life symbol and why do they synergize so well out of four, out of four characters kits? You know, I get it. It's called card design, and they yeah. do that so they can mesh well together and all that. So in a one set, in a one set format, yada yada yada. But yeah, but release can probably burn forever. Yeah, <laughs> what's well, a? Release, uh, yeah, it's an altar box stopper. So about that. <laughs> uh, I mean, that card looks sick. So I'm not burning those copies. Yeah. I'll burn the regular <laughs> copies. Um, but it definitely, I, I would say, I would definitely um, all might three was my favorite card to play all year. Hmm. Um, I was to be fair. I know I'm going to hurt Andrew Alexis' feelings. Uh, I was not an All Might fan playing All Might at first. Like, I played him because he drew a million cards and mm-hmm. he threw stats on stuff. And he played a package that I like to play. But as I... But the literal character of All Might. The literal the literal character of All Might. I'm, I'm not a big Superman fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a Batman fan. He, he has, he has big Superman vibes, yeah. He has Superman. He has Superman energy. And I'm not a big Superman guy, but... I'm I, I, man, All Might's awesome. That's all I gotta say now. Like, <laughs> totally changed my perspective on it all too. It's just yeah, yeah, definitely All Might three. My favorite favorite card from this season for okay. sure. To play. What about you, Matt? I mean, like, I can't really think of anything that I like hate or that like I, I love more than the others. I mean, like, like you're talking about, like, there's decks that I enjoyed playing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's not any one card. Like, I, I've definitely tried to make nitro explosion ignition work probably more than any other one attack, you know, like I've built yeah, multiple builds of Mongo mm-hmm. one. Uh, Cause I just think that card's really cool. Um, so I guess like if I had to pick a card that I've like tried to really explore as much as possible, that'd probably be it. Um, which I guess kind of answers your question. Okay. Uh, I know for me it's, it's, it's either apathetic or back alley haymaker like I just I love both of those cards. Like apathetic. Yeah. Like anytime I think I about love it, when my rival has no fun. Yes, very much so. Basically, all I play the uh, game. For. Yeah, like two play both these. No, cards. no, that is hey, 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 that is a bridge too far, sir. I do not play Minetta two. You <laughs> take that back. He's a five hander, but ostensibly I do not like Minetta two. Uh, but yeah, like I don't know what it is about that. Like I just every deck i start to make i'm like man does this character have death earth or evil can i play apathetic in this deck <laughs> like that's why are you hey, not man, our designated just... nomu player 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's true. He's a five-hander. Uh, he plays apathetic, yeah, obviously. He can play back alley he haymaker. all the boxes for you. Yeah. Yeah, he does. I don't know, man. Yeah, I just think Grimace. That move hits real hard. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I just... Namu, no, Namu never really spoke to me. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not in the the the, the, the cult. To you. Yeah, yeah he, but I say he doesn't speak very well. So don't worry, John. Give it a try. You'll probably like what you see. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then, big numbers. And then back alley haymaker. I mean, it could it could also maybe be my least favorite card of the set of the, <laughs> the past year two when it gets played against me, right? But yeah, it's yeah. just it's just a fucking fun Everyone card to play. Like it, yeah. the, the picture is so awesome on it. I wish it was could be like a like a full XR like get that whole picture kind of a oh, thing. Yeah. Um. Like that would be awesome, but yeah, I'd say that's probably one of those. I uh, would actually like to say that that might be like the poster card from this season. E- even like even in season one, like we didn't have like a card, right? We had maybe jab. I would say, was, but like it's once K-1, that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, effort, and then we had to ban it. Yeah, yeah, then we had to ban it. But then like once set two came out, it was just like, well. Back alley haymakers, the most played card in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Back alley haymakers, mm-hmm. the most played. Like that is the card, that is the card of the year for the most part in my yeah. eyes. Back and it is a super divisive card in the community. You have a lot of people that are like, I, I can't believe this ban list. Like every ban list, like I can't believe back alley haymaker isn't on this list. What are we doing? Uh, five different. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's just so it's so much fun to play. I don't know. I just love it. it's like got an yeah, awesome yeah, name too. Fucking it's a good card. A strong, strong card. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so feels um, good when you play it. Feels bad when it play gets played against you. We mm-hmm. all know. No, it feels great when they play it against me because if you're midnight, that's a <laughs> oh, zero yeah, mid yeah, for five. Yeah, I've yeah, never been it. hit by a back alley. I yeah, didn't want to get yeah. hit by. <laughs> yeah, you never get hit by it. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. If you're midnight, you don't you don't get hit by those at all. Mm-hmm. Ever. So everyone who doesn't like back alley, you're welcome to start playing midnight and play midnight. Well, midnight. also, I feel like Keenan told you in his uh, his deck or on uh, our post nats episode, he was like, I didn't want to lose to back alley haymaker so i designed a deck to not lose to back alley haymaker <laughs> so yeah there you go yeah. Yeah. and he made top eight with it so there you go bang yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but as far as um as as we as we close in on the on the final chapter of this first year as as far as the game in general do you guys feel that the game is headed in the right direction whether it be like from a from a meta standpoint from a design from organized play like a business standpoint do you guys think we're all all those areas are moving in the right direction do you think some are like super way off where they need to be and need like serious like updating and changes what are you what are you guys thoughts about the overall health of the game i feel like generally it is pointed in the right direction i would I think the question needs to be like four different questions yeah, yes four different questions yes like it is for OP, we can't really judge OP that much because I've had three o- heads of OP, so we've had three different plans in place. Also, trying so to figure I out the post-COVID OP, stuff. So yeah, so I think I think o- OP is just going to get better mm-hmm. because if we have uh, Alex Whiteside uh, Jelly uh, on board for the entire year, I think things will have a cohesive plan, especially since he wants to get out a schedule in advance, so we should have a full plan for the year. Which is very ambitious and awesome, so I, I, I give him kudos to that. So um, I yeah. think the OP section, I think it can only get better, right? Because well, let's, that's what I was going to say. Let's start with yeah, what was the good from OP this year? Like, like, uh, like legitimately, what were the good things, the highlights from it? You know, like uh, um, we started having in-person events for one. Uh, well, well, I would say awesome, awesome artwork on RLE cards. Oh yeah, incredibly okay. awesome cards. Yeah. Like people yeah. loved them. Yeah. Well done. 
even even the set series three that didn't have as many like chase cards yeah. still the artwork's really cool people still want those cards you found ways to give people alt arts that have value that people desire well done mm -hmm. yep um all right what else is it do you want to talk about with op um you were talking about um the I pricing i think the pricing was good pricing in general yeah yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with the pricing i would say with the exception of nats um yeah i think the nats participation pricing was garbage like i played in both teams and in singles and i did not walk away with a play set of four cards yeah mm. that's trash yeah you know, like, there's no reason. Like, for teams, they gave you one set of four for three oh, people. Yeah, I heard about that. Ooh, for three no. people. And then we yeah. made top four in teams, and we got one more set. Mm. Yeah. For, that's, for three people. That's pretty bad. I, I think, Yeah. I, I mean, there's room for improvement, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, no, I'm, I'm, like, I'm just saying, like, also, prizing was good outside of that. Mm. Yeah. Outside of that, yeah, I, I agree. I, I do wish, I do hope that if we do keep the, the RLE alt art promo kind of thing, maybe we move to, if you just enter, you get one of each. Not this, you get a random yeah, assortment like a random. of them. I would definitely like that. Or even like one or like, instead of having six or seven of them, mm -hmm. we have four, including a character. So there's five total. So that's a lot easier to control than, well, this person gets four yes and they're, you know, or, you know, only person who wants four yes is John. So, you know, um, I mean, but yeah, that'll still it, happen it, though, right? Like, yeah, well, I mean, if you, I mean, if you get one, if you get the character and you get one of each for entering and then for every level you progress, like top 64, you get another set top 32 or, you know, 16, eight, you know, you just progressively get one more set of each so the better you do the more opt you are to get a play set of it i am um, yeah it's i mean like i think desirable you know yeah yeah I and mean, i think it's more so just picking the right cards right like i think yeah it was just a poor pick and that that to me reeks of we had this really cool artwork we need mm -hmm. to use it what card can we put it on oh we'll make it yeah um yeah. i don't know if that was the case but that's what it seems like yeah i mean the card looks great but yet no, no one no one plays that card no one wants that card yeah president president mike doesn't play the card no no you know what i'm saying like it's it's badly on a blade um, um so and and bad. you know maybe the argument against giving everyone a set is then maybe they lose some of their value on the secondary market yeah, but why right. would jasco care about their value on the secondary they market they shouldn't care about the yes. secondary market at all um uh they shouldn't but they do yes yes like for sure um, um like that's why they keep coming out with more alt art promos mm -hmm. um to keep driving sales of other things and stuff so um, and i think that's a great strategy like not mechanically unique cards. Yes, yes, please. Um, locked behind big events is is a wise decision. Just make it alt art stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm personally I an advocate for alt art characters. They should just do more of those and less yeah. less foundations and attacks and stuff like more characters. I, I also would like to see the like provision like the starting. Okay, so one one slot is the starting of the provisional promos, and then mm -hmm. we transition into hopefully more store provisionals where the cards are easier to access. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one thing that is a bright spot in OP that they change, that they're maybe going to be more store level right. based, like they were supposed to, to begin with, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um, so I, I think that's a good thing. So any other positives about OP? So we got, you know, some of the transitions and changes, like you're talking about, like mm -hmm. moving provisionals and stuff. We got awesome artwork on RLE cards. Um, I feel like there was a plenty of, excuse me plenty of events as well like accessibility to events wasn't terrible yeah yeah especially with the um, um, the advent of the online play that changed right. everything yeah Being the webcam and, events changed everything and even further i'll go so far as to say i think webcam play 
is never going to be optimal. It's never going to be as good to sit down across from someone, but it ran so much smoother than I ever anticipated once they got the app working mm-hmm, because yeah. like before the app and you had to like jump through channels and stuff to check timers and stuff. It was miserable Yeah. Uh, yep. for those first couple. But once they launched that thing, that app is banging. Even when it doesn't work 50% of the time, it's still super nice when you're at events and you can just check yeah. the timer on your phone mm-hmm. or you could go and you can just check your standings or see who's reported or whatever. If they don't block standings, by the way. Yes. Yeah. If they don't lock those. Yeah. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying? Like, like, mm-hmm. like yeah. it is that app. Um, does wonders for organized play in person and online. And that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope mm-hmm. they continue to improve that. Um, yep. But but yeah, so what were the negatives of OP then um, specifically? So I, I know Pippa spoke to this on our episode with her. And I think the, the, the points structure for OP events, specifically for not getting anything for winning HLC. provisionals. Yeah, for, yeah, for, for the HLC. The HLC. Points uh, for the HLC. Yes, points for the HLC to, to qualify for that. Um, I, I think, yeah, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I, we just talked about how provisionals were really supposed to be more like store-level events. But when it became obvious when you had 500 or something people signing, signing up for, like, online provisionals or 400 or however many, like, clearly that needed to award some kind of points for the HLC. Like, that... Yeah, I get that. That, that I think that needs to be looked at moving forward. Having... Maybe you get X points for just winning a round or something like that. Just just something so that like, oh, well, I mm-hmm. consistently was on like the bubble of these RLEs or something like that. And so I got nothing like I feel I mean, like I think you, that's I feel like that I, w- I would like to see a change in that regard somehow. And this is I mean, coming from like someone who up. like it, this isn't like, oh, I was like I played in all these RLEs and I almost got blah, blah, blah. I paid I played in, like one RLE. This is not because of like yeah. me being salty about something that happened yeah. to me. I mean, like. You get loyalty points just for playing each round, right? Like for playing in the event. I feel like that's the um, the free currency. Um, I don't mind the HLC being like you have to make like top 64 or top 32 or top 16 or top 8 or top 4 or whatever. But my complaint with the point system, which I agree, I think is something they need to reevaluate, um, is the breakdown of the points. Like the disparity between getting top 4 versus getting top 32, you might as well have not made top 32. Like there's no scenario where you top 32 at multiple events and have any chance of getting in the top. Well, you can't. You have to at least win something. Mm-hmm. To yeah. get it on point. And, and that's my that's my complaint. Like it should have been more competitive. Where it's like, hey, mm-hmm. if you're consistently making day two, whatever day two was, you should have more to show like, for it. You should, yeah. Yeah. You should have more to show for it. Yeah. So like, they, like I think they need to 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 narrow that gap a little bit, um, and and kind of reevaluate however that spread works. Um, I think past that, I think the point system actually worked pretty well in general like the people who are going to the hlc who got in on points mm-hmm. were names you saw consistently yeah. throughout the year right like there, there's no one who like sneaked in you know some people um did really well in one event and then didn't do great in other events but because of the way they structured it that was enough mm-hmm. you know yeah um, and i would rather see people who were consistently doing well in these events um, make it in on points because it's kind of like they did a player of the year system previously and it was basically like who traveled and you earned points for placing in those and that sort of stuff. And then you got the title of player of the year. Um, to me, that's what this system always kind of seemed like, but with much bigger uh, payout for you, potential payout. Mm-hmm. So um, I would like to see that kind of relooked at. Um, Chris, what would you what would you pick as something that could improve on on organized play? Um, getting events out on time. I know that the new the nano gel that's Jelly's plan for next year. But there were points where we had no idea. Like Gen Con was announced three weeks prior, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and like Origins was like a week, I think, or two. Origins was less than like a month, I right. think, I believe. And 
that really, I think, one, hurt attendance at these events, and two, um, sucked because people sometimes don't have time off to take, and they have to schedule time off months in advance or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people, so I'm going to complain about it. Mm -hmm. So, um, granted, I got to work around a lot of things because I work for a great company, but um, that's not everybody. So it's really nice to have a plan in place. Hopefully we get 2023 at, you know, before the HLC or at the HLC, they unveil this giant plan. We know maybe not everything, but we know like the benchmark events, the RLEs, Gen Con, Nats, Origins, or HLC next year even. Yeah. Right. You know, like we know, we know the big dates because provisionals are provisionals. There's always going to be store provisionals. Those are going to happen at the store's whim. There'll be one or two online events a season or more. That's again, if you want to play in them, you can because they're online. But like the travel events, we kind of need to know, you know, right, for so the players who want to travel. Yeah, and you yeah. can budget for it and that sort of stuff because oh, yeah. exactly. that's a very exactly. real cost. So, um, yeah, I think I mean, that would be a good thing as I well to improve on. That's probably my biggest gripe was that, mm-hmm. which which it worked out in the end anyways for the people who wanted to. Like, if you were going to go, you were going to make time to go and you're going to spend the money to go. So mm-hmm. that was, you know, if you wanted to go, you'd go. And But yeah. the events, the locations that I went to, Gen Con, Orlando, um, Nats, um, Gen Con, not a, Gen Con's really pasadena i think um, we went to all the same ones i think so um yeah. <laughs> pasadena nats orlando i'm gonna poo-poo on them for not having food trucks mm-hmm. like there's no excuse to not have places to eat you know within walking distance and within appropriate time because mm-hmm. nats you had like it was it I, I, yeah, I talked yeah. to, I talked yeah, to guys we've done there. That. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. done that. We've talked to them already about it. Yeah, um, yeah you got to have options for your players. You can't hold them hostage at a hotel restaurant where it's almost $20 for It's also not fair to the hotel it was, restaurant. It was a yeah. fantastic hamburger, cold, yeah. and I had it warm the next night, which was amazing. Right. But definitely, I think food, that's a no-brainer. You have to have mm-hmm. some sort of food for your players. Mm-hmm. If you're, especially, especially in this day and age where, you know, COVID, you know, other the things, if you want your players to be healthy and that's part of being healthy is eating and staying hydrated, mm-hmm. you know? So John, you asked about from a business standpoint. Yes. How, how do you guys feel like the game's moving forward as, a, as from a business standpoint? Are you talking like distribution of cards or like, I mean, is it- it's, it's kind of, it's kind of all of that. Right. So there are things that I think yeah. have been good there are things that i think could be better i think obviously getting cards out in a timely manner and being more open up front about when cards are going to come out because along with being able to budget for travel events i would also like to be able to budget for buying the cards themselves um i i would like more of a heads up on that and like like we said previously like earlier in the episode um the the stores themselves have put out you know, the dates like, hey, these are the dates for um, League of Villains set but four. for set four, which actually it if it's kind of odd. But uh, also, Jesco has not officially referred to it as League of Villains in any of their of verbiage, yeah. which is a little odd, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But like it, th- there's still nothing from them to be like, oh, hey, in conjunction with all of our retailers, uh, 
putting out the information. Here is our big press release or here's our thing like, hey, get hyped. It's League of Villains coming out then. These are like the things you can buy with it. It's got the rival boxes. It's got we've got these new playmats coming out with it. There's there's been nothing on that front from them. And like that's like you're you're supposed to be the ones telling us this in the first place, right? Like you're supposed to be the ones yeah, getting us hyped I mean, I about like, it. I feel like that's just asthma baby asthma day being a dick though. Yeah, I mean like, that that is like, that, like that's that, just them being like, well, we're gonna secure our stuff first and yeah, um, and, and like because I'm sure that Jasco has the intention of hey, here's our big announcement thing. I mean, they're literally doing an event at their biggest tournament. Yeah to debut this set right to show it off so i'm sure in the coming weeks we're gonna see something like that but um, um i i so, so i would uh like to see maybe more more coordination if they're going to continue to move forward with their partnership with uh asthma day maybe maybe try to work i don't i don't obviously i don't work on the business side of things i don't know how it fucking works yeah. but it's easy for me to sit here and say that um yeah, i uh i i don't necessarily like from a business standpoint of the constant nickel and diming, it, it seems like some stuff mm-hmm. is going to happen. I get this is a business. They are here to make money. Obviously, capitalism, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to rant or go anything about that. But, like, I'll be honest. I still haven't bought four Eraserhead starters and four Endeavor starters. Like, oh, I haven't ooh, either. I, yeah, I, the the fact right. that I you, you need to buy four of those each. And, more importantly, they're like 22 MRSP, right? So, you're looking yeah. at what like almost two hundred dollars on just starter decks like that's that's kind of unacceptable Mm -hmm. sure i mean i would rather them not have any foil cards and lose the ultra rare to buy it for 12 bucks yeah i don't need a random ultra rare in there Mm -hmm. i don't i don't care Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, 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 well, ultra rares don't have any value. I was so. saying, especially a oh, set no, three ultra rare. Yeah, <laughs> oh, God, no, no. No, I mean, well, that, any, that was initially done to add value to starter decks. Yeah, like, and it's it was not, in a time yeah, when ultra rares were like yeah. twenty to forty bucks a piece. Yeah, and it's like, and oh, I'll buy one of these as scratch stuff. off. Yeah, yeah, and it's not anymore. So, right, and also just leave. I don't need foils. Like everything doesn't need to be foil. Like the DLC mm-hmm. cards, I like the idea, but just make them as store promos. I don't need to spend twenty bucks on eight cards or whatever. Right. Man, it's um, like I, I bought two copies of the DLC. It was like sixty five dollars. Yeah, dude, it's expensive, yeah. and I'm just like, I don't I need foil copies. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like you can give me characters that are foil. That's mm-hmm. cool, or maybe or just pass them out as OP promos mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. in store stuff. Um, you know, it's just like I don't so, know. Like I, I'm with you, John. It's just like there is. I, I granted, I know uh, TCGs, CCGs are pay to win. Mm-hmm. I get it. And, but there is a limit it, there. It is. It's you buy the cards to have the best cards. You well, and the cards there's also going to be like another, like specialty, like yeah, mini kind of set thing direct... too. Right. Like there's not a direct link from buying all the cards and winning. Yes, I get it. Right. 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 It's not a direct correlation between spending yeah, more it, and winning more, which is, 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 well, is kind of what it, pay to win is, normally is. Yeah, yeah, but it is, it is a pay to get all the cards system, sure, which yeah, gives sure. you access to wins possibly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you have more decks at your disposal. Yeah. Yes. Better decks, arguably. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, from a business standpoint, I oh, yeah. I think... They're making money, so I guess that's fine. Yeah, I mean, like, I think Chrome Rares were, like, a smash hit for them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like they, they released the these... Market. <laughs> well, but they released these, like, chase cards that artificially drove up excitement, you know, like, because the reality is they're all cards that we already have. Yeah. But, man, yeah. it's 1 through 100, and collectors ate that up, and we saw boxes of Heroes Clash selling, like... 
first edition, like it's nobody's business to your point, to the point where the secondary market, the secret rares from that set are like sub $10. Last I checked, I think one of them was sub $5, a secret yeah. rare. So yeah. you get one of per case and Great. people are just giving them away. Yeah. So like, I, I like that from a competitive player standpoint, it feels bad from a competitive player standpoint who bought a case, you know, like, Hey, I spent all this money on this case and I didn't yeah. get a Chrome rare and all of my ultra rares are worth actual nothing. And then, and then they, they announced the unlimited buy a box promos yeah. after all this happened, which pissed people and, off because they were alternate arts of high. I was going to say, I would have rather almost bought, bought unlimited, unlimited boxes because to get those, uh -huh. mm -hmm. Because yeah, I mean, destined for mainstream four, success and release, keeping that value. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. For set four, we have these collector boxes now that are going to have unique promos in them mm -hmm. that are random. Mechanically unique promos as well. Mechanically yeah. unique promos. Yeah, don't love so, that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm buying. I'm buying. Well, granted, if I don't get anything from the HLC, because we don't know, mm. three boxes, and then I'm buying those collector boxes because they come with like eight to ten packs in them. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd rather do that and get the mechanically unique promos, the sleeves and the dice, than buy a case that's not going to be worth anything. Right. I do think that you're in this weird space where, like, some of the the boxes are quickly losing appeal. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And and that's weird because, like, the set one and even set two, even though I wasn't right with set two, but, like, set one, when I bought those, like, I felt like I got value out of them every time. Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. I think XRs... That one still held its value. That's yeah, well, I think XRs are the key there because xrs on average would go from like seven to ten dollars minimum so you get five of them hey there's half your box cost right um if not all of it depending on how much you pay for your box and that sort of stuff so anyway um then you pull something even more chase and it was like oh man this has even more value set two it was a little bit less and then set three it's just not even close like xrs we were talking about earlier how before the um pod that xrs you can get them for like sub a dollar and get like sets for like four bucks and it's like yeah okay um so I I kinda I I don't know if uh if Chrome Rares if the Chrome Rare well, the Chrome Yeah, it's Chrome Rares one hundred percent. I just don't know if Chrome Rares did what they wanted it to do. Like if it was just sell boxes, one hundred percent success, I'm sure. Um yeah. if it was generate additional traction and interest in the game, um I don't know if it did that. It might have gotten some temporary. I don't know how much it would have to we don't know their metrics, so we can't talk about yeah. conversion rates, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um but I, uh, I think in general, I would be hard pressed to believe that they did not have a good fiscal year mm -hmm. for the for game. Sure, for sure. Like, and, and that is good because if you're concerned, hey, is this game going to be around for years to come? Yeah, it is. They're, mm -hmm. they're making their money, yep. you know, like, and, and they're finding ways, um, creative ways in some situations to um, kind of get that money. Um, and hopefully it's not going to be at the expense of boxes and of players, right? Mm -hmm. um, because... I agree like with, with John kind of talking about like the nickel and diming, like um, DLCs, even when they were first introduced years ago, I felt were kind of predatory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And same. but hasn't really changed. Um, starter decks are kind of similar. It's kind of like, okay, well, I bought four of each one of them. Like I just dropped that money because I was like, nope, I need them. Like I want four total erasure bindings. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Um, and yeah, it feels bad, but I, I mean, I got them. And in hindsight, that case I bought felt bad too because I could have just bought all the ultra rares and stuff for nothing mm -hmm. so yeah exactly um, it's like so, now it's like you can buy it into I, I i haven't done the math but i'm gonna say that it's cheaper to single it out than it is to buy a case oh 100 oh, oh, yeah. percent. yeah yeah at um, the present sure. time yeah because i because I, I was talking to sean o'brien from rochester and i was asking him 
is it cheaper just to single set three out? And he, this is a couple, like right after set three, like maybe a month after set three came out. And he's like, no, nah, it's still, it's pretty even right now. It's like, no, not anymore. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah, you know. definitely not anymore. No. So, um, all right. So that leaves what, what design and meta, I think were the other things you were asking about, John. Yeah. yeah as, and those like, are um, maybe kind of tied I think together. Design. Yeah. I think, I think design has so. been really good. Mm-hmm. For the most, there's some outliers. Mm-hmm. Let's not be wrong. I, there's some outliers. I, I, think, I think even that. Yeah. I think design's great. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I think the characters mm-hmm. feel very thematically appropriate. And even further to your point about outliers, like power level wise, like that's yeah. more meta stuff than yeah. anything. Like in design, there is no way they have enough people um, to possibly predict what the tens of thousands of people playing this game around their kitchen table and in their local hobby stores are going to simulate and come mm-hmm. up with. It's just yeah. not possible. They, yeah. they probably do a good job. They probably, you know, have a team that sits here and grinds games and they just theory craft and they try to, to build whatever they can. Um, but, you know, and just even knowing who the design team is, like all those dudes are, are, are former, you know, highly successful champion level players. Yeah. So they're offering you really good quality. Um, they know what's good or bad in the game, you know, mm-hmm. but, that doesn't mean that sometimes, you know, like I imagine things get the the the, the retail bump, right? Like <laughs> like, oh well this character might need a little bit more. It's the it's the uh the back alley haymaker bump. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like yeah. where it's the most ultra rare rare ever printed. Like yeah, I, sure. I think that, that happens sometimes with cards and sometimes maybe it's a little too much. Uh, but yeah. that's not because it was poorly designed. Mm-hmm. Um, no. No, no. So uh, the characters do feel like you're actually playing the character. Like it feels very, very thematic, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though sometimes they get response speed, speed, and damage for no apparent reason. I have no yeah. idea why that character gets that. But, you know, she's cool, at scouting. she's cool at scouting things. Though. Yeah. That's fine. That perfectly she's, is on theme. But the speed and damage, I have no she's idea. Cool. Where that she's cool. She's, she's good at uh, scouting out them cheeks. Boom. <laughs> 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 yeah, you got um, that right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what about you, man? What, uh, what about how do you feel about the design meta kind of. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think the design's really good. Um, I I've been of the opinion I think the meta has been pretty healthy the entire way through. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there have been outliers. Like like as someone who commentated the the Momo finals, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's not the most exciting gameplay to see, sure, but that doesn't change the fact that that deck was good and that people yeah. were able to find ways to beat it and that it deserved to be there. Mm-hmm. And that just because you lose to it doesn't mean a deck needs to go. Yeah, you know, exactly. like um, and what you'll see over the years i'm sure is that these these decks are going to continue to grow and evolve and players are going to continue to grow and evolve um in their gameplay and their their strategies as well so um yeah i mean i think that again the meta it, they've done a good job of responding to when the outliers were a little too far out mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and reining them back in like i think the best example was when they did the osui changes with the railgun osui deck um yeah. like people question those things and then you try to play that deck and it's still good. Like it's still viable. Like Dan Hughes ran a, a life build of it to a top 32 finish at Nats, just mm-hmm. this um, in-person American Nats, like, you know, our uh, North America, sorry, not America. Um, and that's the, uh, yeah. I mean, like that's, that's awesome. Like that deck's still good, mm-hmm. but it's not neutered into the ground. I think K2, K2 is still going to be good. He's not going to be unplayable. K one might have been a little heavy handed. Oh, yeah. yeah, they heavy handed K one. Yeah, they, yeah, they heavy handed that dude for sure. Yeah, he's pretty unplayable now. But yeah. that being said, um, that was their first attempt at doing it, right? R.I.P. And, and maybe. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I think it. I think overall, 
the meta and design have been really good um, and and keep me optimistic about both competitive play and just just general enjoyment with the game because I love these characters in this universe anyway and I feel like they're doing a really really awesome job um, and staying true to that. I can't wait for seven hand size Mirko. <laughs> He's just gonna keep speaking him into existence. It's just going not, to happen. Just gonna. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's the future meta right there, boys. Mm-hmm. We're all playing Bunny Girl. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I I think the meta's been very uh, outside like of the K one stuff. I think the meta's been very very healthy. Mm-hmm. Like even mm-hmm. after K one, once K one was changed, things just like it, it felt like like a brand new game mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. to be fair, like when the game first came out uh, last October, not this last year, but mm-hmm. the year before. Um, set one by itself was kind of stale because it was mostly just Kirishima one. Yeah, you know, and a couple other cards. You know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe an Asui or a bird or whatever. All my three. But, I mean, he wasn't out yet. It was a plus ultra pack promo. He was. Oh, he oh, was oh, I mean, I mean, he was a Gen Con promo, but he, yeah, he, he we didn't know out. if he was legal. He didn't know if he was legal or not at the yeah. time. But anywho, um, once the DLC one came out. And then the the K one changes happened. Like the game just like opened. Mm-hmm. It was just like the floodgates, mm-hmm. and people were like, were like, okay, this is how the game should be. You every character, not every character, but you'd say vast majority are very playable, and and not by not all of them can win competitive, highly competitive events because you will always have that cream that rises to the top at those. Mm-hmm. But you can go to your local with your Oyama one deck and body people. You know, you mm-hmm. can go to locals with like your bird two deck with giant Mm. bite detention with Mm. giant bite detention you could do that now in the set three meta he's actually not bad in the set three meta um like i said you can go to locals and play (laughs) john you just play shinso i mean come on yeah i mean like (laughs) i mean you know what i'm saying like (laughs) the the, the meta is the meta like competitively the meta will always have those decks that are like the deck should be banned yeah the deck should be banned it's too good but you're but if you look at your kitchen table and your local type like mm-hmm. metas it's wide open man like anything can win at your locals like anything can win like we i don't know we we've had deku 2 run roughshod over people weekly and it's just like because people just play weird shit at locals and yeah it gets bodied by other and when you're only shit. playing three rounds anything can happen right like yeah exactly yeah yeah exactly um, but it's fun I, th- I think the bottom line is the game is fun and yes i think that's the number one thing you're not going to play it if you're not having fun, you know? And I, I, I do think Chris makes a, a great point about the, the kitchen table locals level aspect. And I think that is obviously that is the majority of where people are playing the game. That is where you have the most people buying in and doing that kind of stuff. And I think that is where the game is the most fun. And I think that that is from that point aspect, it is, it is a really healthy standpoint. Um, well, do you guys have any other major thoughts about the, the past year? Other, like any, any big takeaways or anything like that? Anything, you, uh, any parting words for, like, uh, well, I mean, like we had, we had another thing about what changes we would like. Oh to yes. See any changes year. you would like to see want, moving forward in general. I want to see Jasco be more up in front with everything. Like mm-hmm. be up mm-hmm. front with your announcements. Be just, just say what, say what you want and do it. You know, it's like we've been on radio silence since like EU Nats, since the whole, mm-hmm. uh, the thing and an errata thing. It's, yeah. We've been on, I don't know. It's been like two weeks. I think mm-hmm. like, we got something about the HLC, but I do would like to have not like daily communication from them, but at least, so, Hey, 
this is what I we're working on, yada, yada, yada. So, I want to point out the the irony here, Chris. Yeah. We, as a podcast, have also been on hiatus around the same oh, that's time. True, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but we not, don't run I'm the game, though. We don't run not, the company. That's true. We but I'm just, I just don't. feel like I am ob- obligated to point it out. Um, <laughs> you I, but I, I agree with you. I think that communication is definitely something like when we talk about improve. Yeah, like it, it's just – and like they used to do the Jawfest years ago, and, and they stopped that once they kind of changed hands. And um, I think having something like that where it's like, hey, this is where you go to get this information. I don't think you should have to scour through a Discord because like, I, for example, I don't go into the main Discord very often. Mm-hmm. I go there when you guys direct me there, and that's just because I don't have time to do that. And but I do well, check Facebook. Oh, where's or, Tim Keep? Somewhere Tim Keep's ears yeah. are perking up because the website sucks. Yeah, well, yeah. that's because their website, not ours. Yeah, yeah, because we made a website and it just does all those things, but better. Um, you made the website. I'm just taking credit. <laughs> that's that's fair. Um, so, yeah, but like you know, point being, I think that yeah. uh, communication is definitely something that I think they need to to continue to look into. And it's not that they don't communicate. Like yeah. there's never been a time where I've reached out to a Jasco employee or anything with any kind of inquiry and not gotten a response and any yeah. further not gotten a professional response. Like they are quality professional individuals and they're offering a quality professional level product as well. So like mm-hmm. that's not the criticism at all. But I oh, do no, no, think no, 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 no. that even if you mm-hmm. ask Jasco employees or the company in general, I think that they would agree um, that they want some sort of consistent method of getting this information out um and it doesn't have to be something daily you know but like if it's something weekly just as a a generic check-in or even further like go way back like even like Sabretooth and ffg era where it's like hey once a month here's our watch list here's our our game update you got a a forum post Mm -hmm. yeah stay of the game type of thing just something um so that way you you have more readily available to the general audience you know like you shouldn't have to be someone um who already knows everyone you know that to get any answers yep, you know to yeah. get any information at all um because that's not fair to those other consumers so that, that would be my my thing that i imagine we'll see a change and, and hopefully a change for the good and for the better going into next year nice I like those. Those are those are good answers. I I, I think I agree with the communication. I think that's the the biggest thing that needs to be more consistent. Um, Just having just having something out there, uh, like like you guys said, if it's maybe it's not the Joffice every week, but maybe it is just like a monthly, maybe it's a biweekly like, hey, this is what's coming up. This is what we have. This is what we're thinking about. Just just something to keep in touch with the community, Um, because it is it is kind of like piecemealed. Like you have maybe random people commenting on Facebook posts. Uh, and then it's like, oh, well, this ex Jesco employee said this on this Facebook post. And someone was like, well, this other person said this in Discord. So which is it? And it's like, well, if you just have like an official like this is this is what it is. Here it is. It's from our website. We we linked to this thing from Facebook or from Discord or from wherever. But this is where you actually need to get the information for for events, for uh, bands and erratas, all that kind of stuff. And I know they do no, have John, a website. John, John, stop lying to the people. <laughs> if they want information about bands, they want information about when the actual event schedules are. <laughs> they need to go to universesacademy.org because we have an actual calendar with all the events on it and the links to the official organized play mm-hmm. pages for each one. And we have all the band and errata information there. So don't worry about that official <laughs> website. You want to go to universesacademy.org and check it out. That's it's right. still a work in progress. There's some stuff that we're still working on, but <laughs> I'm just saying. 
it's but, got more than the official website does. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and like to, to that point, like technically ours is a, is a fan site. I, the, the fan site probably shouldn't have more information than the official company's yeah. website. Yeah. Just, just putting that out there. A uh, fan site made using Google sites. All right. Let's just, let's go <laughs> along with it. I am not a programmer. I'm very bad at those sort of things. Um, but that, that would, that, that was functional. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, let's have an archive for uh, articles or something, Jasko. Come on, uh, it's dynamic and adjust to the screen size. I'm just saying. Um, yeah. That that would that would be my 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 <laughs> thing to to change moving forward. Is like I said, just like we've all kind of said, the communication, just being more open and taking the lead on things when they need to, and coming out and just just talking to us more. Just talk to us, guys. We're lonely. We want we want you to talk to us. Yeah. And and you we know, with that being you. said, Jasko, if any Jasko employee wants to come onto the pod. Mm-hmm. You are all more than welcome. Um, we would exactly. love to have you sit down and talk to you. Um, just, just tossing that out there, you know. We've done it got in the past. We'll do love. it again, baby. Yeah, exactly. Like, like every time you guys ever come on, it's been great. Um, and anytime I communicate with you guys, mm-hmm. it's been awesome. Like, I don't want people to sit here and think that this is a company you can't approach, and that they're just horribly horrible oh, no, communication. They're, yeah. they're the easiest card company ever to approach. How can yeah. I, like, like you have like you have people who used to play the game on design. You have fans of the show as owners and mm-hmm. it's just yeah they are they 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 walk amongst the people at events and they want they want to see how everybody is having fun enjoying their products so of course right. yeah. they're super right. easy to walk up to because they were at at gen con i just randomly walk up to them and just start chatting it was great oh yeah i mean when we went to orlando ryan introduced me to paul i didn't know who he was <laughs> And then I was like, oh, hey, Paul, what's up, man? And, and like, like Paul's awesome. He was super casual. Yeah. Dude. Like that's to your point about like how naturally they fit into this yeah. world and, and how much they love it. And like yeah. they 100% are. They're great. Um, and they, they're not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like this is this mm-hmm. is for, for real. And, um, you know, I think that as a community, we keep pouring our love and support into it. Um, and they're going to keep doing the same. Mm-hmm. And we're going to keep getting this awesome card game for years to come, hopefully. Um, and yeah, hopefully we'll be doing another one of these episodes in about 365 days, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Is it a leap year next year? Man, I, don't uh, know. I don't know. I would say <laughs> I no about. because it's. Uh, Plus or minus I, one I, think, or I think leap years run even yeah. years. I think so. It'll be an odd year. Uh, fair, yeah. enough, fair, um, enough, fair enough. But uh, I believe that is going to do it for our year in review. Uh, we are going to do a supplemental episode for our character draft, just because we did have the cats come out. So we'll. Uh, do a little bit of redrafting for a little bit and have a change, uh, change things up a little bit there. I don't even know who's in the lead right now. Oh, it's, it's still Keenan. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's the person who drafted K two. Spoilers. Yeah, but so who oh, drafted K two because yeah, they got I, a big lead. Yeah, they got a giant lead. Um, yeah. but yeah, uh, so we will have that coming out uh, sometime soon. We'll record that and get that going. But uh, big thanks to everybody for the past year for all all the listeners, yeah. all the fans. We mm, appreciate everything. Sure, all you. all the subscribes. All badgering your friends to tell them to subscribe to us too. We appreciate it. even if they don't really listen. We hope they do, but we, we appreciate us on the subs. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, do all that. Just everywhere, that, yeah. yeah. YouTube, everywhere. all that. And 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 to John's point, like one hundred percent, like the love that you guys have shown us. Um, you know, whether that's coming up and talking in events, you know, just playing casual games, asking for input on stuff, whatever it may be. Um, again, we have the greatest community. Um, and our specific segment of the community for Universes Academy is no exception to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I. I know that I feel confident saying I speak on, on behalf of all of us and saying that we genuinely appreciate it. Um, we love you and um, we look forward to doing more and making more content uh, for you guys. And hopefully you can 
continue to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Well, second that. As we said earlier, happy holidays, Merry Kwanzaa, Chris. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't you think of the word. Because like, you know, like I was born on Christmas, so you can say Merry Christmas. That's happy birthday, birthday Mer- for Chris. Mer- Mer- Merry right. Christmas. Yeah, Appreciate it. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Chris yeah. Smith. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We're gonna end on that note because it's amazing. <laughs> we can't top that. Gross. Gross. Bye, guys. Have a good night, everyone. We'll talk to you next week or week after. Or whenever. Bye. Bye. Chris is going to fall asleep while we're talking. I mean, actually, now that we're talking, I'm up, but I'm fine. Okay, okay. That, that, that's what it was. We just had to warm him up. We had to get warm him up. Well, I'm tired, fuck, dude. I'm 